Everybody, you're now tuning in to your podcast with your girl, Lee Baby. Thank y'all for joining my live stream. Um, before we start our topics of discussion today, um, I want to tell all my listeners to make sure y'all go to Rota G Sex on TikTok. Go to RotaGSex.com, go to Metro Ticks and get y'all some virtual comedy show links to see Rota G live October 1st. This October 1st, Rota G, you know, um, <clears throat> it's kind of going to kind of roll in. To what I want to talk about from what we were talking about earlier. Thank you for everybody that's joining, joining in on my live stream on TikTok. You're now tuned in with me on today's day. But definitely, if you don't got nothing to do and you got a hot $20 to spare, make sure you go check out Rota G and get you a virtual comedy, uh, not a bro, I don't want to say virtual comedy show so bad, but it's a virtual saxophone playing show. She will be performing live. We loved her on TikTok. Rota G is somebody that I found on TikTok. Um, scrolled up on, and my wife was like, listen, she blowing the saxophone, she showed me the video, and then after my wife showed me the video, I had been stuck on Rota G ever since on her live, she has become one of my big sisters, one of my subscribers, one of my uh, supporters, you know what I'm saying, somebody who genuinely came and was just like, hey, you showing me love, I'm gonna show you love, you know, uh, so definitely, yeah, we all, uh, your podcast is uh, streaming, um, my podcast is streaming on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app. If you want to definitely go click the link in the bio on my TikTok and definitely uh, listen. We're on season two right now, episode 27. We're almost at uh, season three. So shout out to me, baby, for doing big things and always doing big things and whatever the case may be that I'm going to do. But make sure y'all doing that. Make sure y'all go get uh, Rhoda G's uh, virtual uh, saxophone links to see her show uh, coming up uh, this October 1st. So Diving into the first topic, we have talked about this several times. We have went over this a lot of times, you know, and today we end up kind of going over it again. I wanted to talk about it on my podcast today because it was something that I felt that needed to be talked about. You know, we silence ourselves a lot. You know, let's stop silencing ourselves. Let's stop living in fear. Let's stop walking in fear. Let's stop being in fear because of certain people places things and apps so we were on the live stream this morning i love manny the highest you know what i'm saying if y'all not familiar with Manny the highest make sure y'all go look up Manny the highest on tiktok and instagram if you're looking for any type of spiritual guidance if you're into tarot reading and things of that nature um but she had said something because i began to minister this morning and when i start ministering y'all know when i get into ministering and teaching and speaking what i got to speak it's hard for me to calm down on the situation or whatever the topic of discussion is and she told me not to say a certain word because of the app 
And I have been a content creator on TikTok for two years. I had uh, went through my motions on TikTok, um, the TikTok creator fund, um, all that good stuff, um, having views, the no views, you know, being stuck at a certain amount of thousands of followers. And then after two years, I finally reached 1.1 million of followers. But I have learned that within my ministry, when I do begin to minister and I do begin to teach and I do begin to tap into those things that, you know, it's things that we need to hear. We don't have to always filter ourselves because of, oh, we don't want to get banned. Oh, we don't want nobody to not join the live. We got 14, 15 people in this live right now on TikTok and I got 1.1 million followers. We're not going to stress that, stress that enough that it doesn't matter who is there. It matters on the purpose of you being the person that's speaking on what you're speaking on and you're not being afraid to speak on what you're going to speak on. And when I say protect those around you, we got to protect ourselves. So what it looks like to have protection over yourself as a black woman, as a woman, as, as a single man, as a, as a gay man, as a gay woman, as a straight woman, like what does it look like to have protection? We always hollering, protect that person, protect that person, protect that person. But what happened to Rashad Jamal when he was letting loose and not being afraid and not walking in fear and people didn't protect him fully? What happened to a lot of these spiritual advocates that we have that we found on social media that are no longer with us because they're incarcerated or they're sick and they're dying and they, they'd have been mixed up because we're not protecting ourselves and we're not protecting those around us. I don't go out. I don't hang out. I don't do all that unless I have to. And if I do, I make sure I got a group of people that I know and people that's going to make sure I get home and make sure that I'm safe and the doors is locked. We talked about safety in the black community as far as women goes, but we don't really talk about safety in the black community when it comes to women and gay men and gay and gay women and trans women and trans men. What does it look like to have protection over yourself? My wife said, babe, every time you know you talk about women and safety, make sure you tell all women, go get licensed to carry, go to these gun ranges, go get you a pistol, be licensed to carry, teach, teach. Teach each one, teach one. You know what I'm saying? Women nowadays, we have to protect ourselves a little bit more because we don't have and we don't have our generation of men that are willing to protect us. We're not out here to have, you know, a lot of people like, oh, y'all women unseen women king and y'all finna start your own, y'all finna start your own shit. No, we are really out here not really thinking of survival. We're not really thinking of survival. My wife is licensed to carry. My wife just, you know, she goes to the gun range, if not um, three times a month. She makes sure she goes at least twice. Um, she is licensed to carry. She don't go nowhere without a pistol, especially at nighttime during the day. It don't matter where, where she is, where she's going. We can go out to eat. She's going to have it. We can go to the movie. She's going to have it. We can go to Dollar Tree. She's going to have it. Because you never know what's happening. The world is wicked. We're already dealing with mass shootings still. Our churches are getting shot up. We're going to the state fair. We can't even enjoy ourselves because the state fair is getting shot up. We can't go to a party because guess what? Somebody going to get into it and guess what? The party finna get shot up. We can't go to the club because the club's always tearing down because somebody always what? Shooting it up. And in that time, when those things are in, taking in place, where are you? Where are you when, when those things are happening around you? Are you protected? Are you secure? Are the people you came with with you? I tell all the women, make sure you got your location on to somebody. Make sure you tell somebody where you're going. If you're not doing the buddy system with your friends, if you don't have friends, if you ride solo all the time, license to carry, conceal. License, get you a license to carry. You know what I'm saying? 
do if you somebody that just don't have homegirls and don't have click of people and you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, do what you gotta do. Protect yourself. Go be above and beyond to protect you as a woman, and especially you as a black woman, and especially you as a gay woman, and especially you as a trans woman, knowing these things that are happening still in this world. We look at the Jeffrey Dahmer case, but we don't often talk about the black men that have fell victim to domestic violence, to abuse, to molestation. Black men often don't know how to express their trauma, communicate their feelings and their emotions. But we expect that same black man that we're not loving on, that that we're we're not helping and that that we're not uplifting to protect us. No, he's not going to protect you. He can barely protect his mind. He can barely protect his mental. He can barely protect his heart. He can barely protect himself as a man and you want him to sit there and protect you. Why don't you protect you? Me and my sister had a conversation and, you know, we were just talking about how we are with our brothers and why, you know, when we see our brothers, you know, we always tell them, you know, we're proud of them. We always tell them that we love them. We always uplift them. I always have conversations with them. I always, you know, ask them how they feeling, how they doing, what's going on. Because men need a different type of love. They don't know that they need to communicate. They don't know that they need to express themselves. So they don't. They don't know that what's going on in the inside is going to cause an effect on the outside. Y'all say, oh, men don't want to do nothing but beat on women. What has happened to him in his past, in his trauma, and what is his generational curse? What was his father like? What was his grandfather like? What did he see growing up? What did he go through? Y'all want to fix them and make them to be this ideal husband, but you don't want to love on them as your brothers. Mm. You don't want to love on them as your uncles. Mm. Oh, 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 you, you, you know, you have a story to tell because I can, I can guarantee 90% of all black families have a case of molestation, whether it's the young man or whether it's the young female. The young female is going to talk about her molestation by Uncle Pumpkin, but that young male is not going to talk about his molestation from Uncle Pumpkin or Aunt aunt So-and-so or Auntie Peaches. Auntie Peaches done fondled with that little boy and then made that boy to be an older boy before he's supposed to be an older boy. So all he knows is to do this. Oh, Uncle Pumpkin done sneaking and did this to, to him and he afraid. He don't know if he has to struggle with his sexuality. It's a lot of things that we do not set ourselves up for our brothers, for our siblings, for our nieces, for our nephews. We don't talk about these things. We don't undergo these things. We don't have... As women, we be like, oh, we going through our own thing. We be in domestic violence situation. Oh, we was in a, a, a sexual abuse situation. Oh, we went in a... But what about the men? We need men to be more protective, but we're not protective of their emotions. We're not protective of their feelings. We're not protective of what they're going through and what they've been through because we don't create safe spaces for men to have uncomfortable conversations to make them comfortable in a situation. How many men don't talk about molestation? from a man or from a woman? How many men don't talk about domestic violence from a man or from a woman? Crickets. I'll wait. I'm awake. Do you talk to your sons and your nephews? I'll wait. Do you talk to your brothers about what they've been through behind closed doors? 
or you just too busy talking about what you've been through. I'll wait. When I say create safe spaces by having uncomfortable conversations, that's what I mean. We don't know how, how to sit down and allow a man tell us, man, you know, I've been through this, I went through that, da, 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 da. and sometimes men don't know how to express this because they don't want nobody to judge them. Because why? That's all they know is being judged. You know how many men have been molested by their uncles or brothers or cousins and struggle with their sexuality because they feel like because this was taken from me, this is what I have to do? This needs to be talked about more. Black men need to know that it's okay to feel and heal. Yes! My brother, two of my brothers are broken right now to this day. And we're steady, constantly reminding them, I love you. You are a good brother. You are a good man. You can do this. You got this. Constantly, what do you feel? How do you feel? What's going on? Are you okay today? Constantly. Battling, battling, battling. We create those safe spaces that we're creating for ourselves as women, but also for our men. Sons to talk to you. Talk to your sons. I don't care what nobody say. Believe what your child is telling you if they're telling you somebody is harming them. If they're telling you somebody is hitting them. If they're telling you somebody is touching them in the way that you don't agree to be touched on. Let's talk about it. Y'all over-sexualize fathers who are out here being fathers. When they kiss their daughters on their lips, when they have their daughters sitting on their lap, when their daughters are dancing and they dancing with them, y'all over-sexualize a good man. If a, if a good man is with his woman and he doing cis TikToks, he undermined his masculinity. Are we going to talk? Are we going to have this conversation? Are we going are we are we going are we going are we going to be of love, of forgiveness, of kindness, of humbleness, of no judgment? Are we going to continue to protect ourselves and protect others around us when it comes to mental, emotional, physical are we actually going to take these times to uplift one another and hear one another and be there for one another? Are we actually going to say, you know what? I don't have this relationship with my brother or my sister, but you know what? Today, I'm going to start over. Today, I'm going to do better. Today, I'm going to reach out. Oh, we fell out. But today, I'm going to do better. Today, I'm going to reach out. Today, I'm going to protect myself. Today, today I'm going to protect my sister. Today, I'm going to protect my brother. Today, I'm going to protect my nieces. Today, today I'm going to protect my nephew. Today, I'm going to protect something. What goes on in this house has been a generational curse over millions of families. And we have billions of people in this world. What goes on in this house stays in this house. Don't you say that I'm not going to believe that. That's not of God. Those things have been constant words and spells that have been cast upon families, upon families, upon families. 
and we have grown to teach our children what lies are. We have grown to teach our children to keep secrets. We have grown to teach our children that what they're saying is going to be questioned because I don't believe you. You're a little liar. When you bring your child into this world, you have to understand, overstand, and understand that that child is not born evil. That child is not birthed with lies. That child is not birthed with negative energy. That child is birthed with a gift of love, prosperity, abundance, smiles, physical strength, emotional strength, and mental strength to keep you to be grounded. We teach our children these things. We mold our children to these things. We tell our children what lies are. We allow these things to happen constantly over and over and over again when we should be simply protecting, loving, creating safe spaces, being forgiving. Stop reflecting your energy on people. Stop reflecting what you're going through on people. If somebody made you mad today, it's not your boss's fault. If somebody calls you to have a flat tire or accident, it's not your baby daddy's fault. It's not your children's fault. It's not the teacher's fault. If somebody causes you to mistakenly leave your wallet or lock your keys in your car, that's not the uh, AAA people that's coming to help you out. That's not the roadside assistance people coming to help you out. It's not the police coming to help you out. It's none of their people's fault. Stop reflecting and start protecting. I appreciate y'all for tuning in to the live stream. And I thank y'all for listening to me on your podcast. I'm your girl, Nee Baby. And I am definitely excited to say that I'm thankful we have 47 new investors. If you want to be an investor, definitely join my lives at any time on TikTok at Knee Baby Comedy. If you're not following me on Instagram, definitely follow me on Instagram at Knee Baby Comedy as well, as well as Twitter. I do have a Twitter, so make sure y'all follow me on Twitter at Knee Baby Comedy. Um, and if you want to support me and you want to help me, you can donate at any time by clicking the links in my bio and going to my donation button to help me get further on in this project that I'm working on. Um, the 46 investors that we have is for the project that I'm working on. And again, the project that I am working on is an adult cartoon comedy drama coming out 2023, 2024. So when you think of the Simpsons, you think of Futurama, you think of the Boondocks, you think of Rick and Morty, you put all that together. You got a melanated cartoon that's coming out brought to you by Knee Baby, the Stupid Stud Entertainment, LLC. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. I'll be at y'all next tomorrow in the morning. I love y'all. Don't forget to tell somebody about the podcast, all right? We out.